Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the kachat it's the only podcast brave enough to ask the question hey what's up with cars i'm lucas southworth and i'm john bishop yes thank you john that was perfect perfect delivery no notes on my end thank you okay one note Mm -hmm. one quick note don't keep doing it i think it was perfect for your name but uh, please, please don't, please don't keep doing that for the rest of the episode of our podcast that people choose to listen to with their ears. Well, the thing is, I think I just I need something to help me keep going. You know, I'm getting up there in my age, and uh, well, I feel like I need some sort of something to, to to keep me going in my older age. Something for an older, active person. Okay, well. Uh, I, I, I don't know how to help you. Do you have any ideas on your end? You know, I've heard about this product. It's called uh, Vitaline. <laughs> the only problem is it's for people who are older, people who are active, but it does say Vitaline for older active cars. Ah, uh, well, that's a shame. <sighs> yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> usually, in our at least in our world, if you ingest stuff that's for cars, it's not good. Uh, they they very much recommend not doing that. So I got to imagine it's the same just general concept. You shouldn't uh, ingest this thing that's for cars. Probably not. But they got like a little soda can for it with Ooh. a face. Oh, okay. But maybe for now, just stick with some prunes or something. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, this episode <laughs> we decided to... Talk about the various businesses and corporations we see in the Carsverse, uh, most often as sponsors of the various vehicles and the various races uh, that happen, and also just like what it, what this business would be like, what uh, you know it would be to be a company and employment and money, baby. It's all about that Benjamins. Mm-hmm. That's what. We're doing this week, and uh, something specifically inspired me to do this. John, would you like to hear about what it was? Absolutely not. Let's move on. Oh, well, that's a shame. It's a, it's kind of a fun story. Uh, it was going to be... It's time I... for a fun fact of the day. Lucas, guess who is the uh, most changed number of a company in this entire series? I mean... Uh... Uh, I, I don't know, Hostile Takeover Bank. It's, it's Vitaline. Okay, well, that's great. Uh, see, the, I was I was really hoping to do that story because like, it was going to lead into some content that was going to surprise you, maybe fill up, I was guessing, maybe 10 minutes of the podcast, maybe more depending on 
how long we want to talk about it, but uh, you, you, you have an equal vote here. So mm-hmm. uh, it is a shame that I have absolutely no interest. In... <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what inspired this episode is a good friend of the podcast and also just good friend of me, Lucas, was at her work and found an old board game and was allowed to take it and give it to me. Uh, and it was Cars 2 Monopoly. Ah, two of my least favorite things. <laughs> yeah, man, you're telling me it's not a good combo. I just realized I didn't say her name, Natalie. Thank you, Natalie, for this wonderful gift you gave me uh, and for playing it with me and Liz and a few other friends the other night. We played it. It was it was a pretty bad board game. Uh, good gift still, for sure. I'm not sure it'd be a good gift for someone who wasn't me or who wasn't you, John. Uh, mm-hmm. But for the two of us, it was good. And I did want to spend a bit of time talking about Cars 2 Monopoly. Okay, but first, I do have to thank uh, Natalie. And I do have to inform Natalie that uh, I will always pay for your dry cleaning when my shit gets in your shoes. What in the hell are you talking about? Why, it's, why it's, for the, uh, it's for the it's for the younger older generation i don't know what the i don't know what the hell you just said and why you said it <laughs> it's it's from natalie's rap oh from snl the natalie portman rap yep okay well yeah okay <laughs> but that was a choice for a reference but uh anyway i just sent you in the chat that we have uh, a picture of cars to monopoly and if you open it up it don't look like normal Monopoly boards, do it, John? This, this is circle. Yeah, like many things in cars, uh, it's a circle, like wheel. I would describe it as a circular Monopoly board with what looks like a roulette board, or whatever you would call that, on the outside. Now, I would call that a racetrack. Yeah, it looks a bit like a roulette board just over overall, though, I'd say. As someone who has played roulette within the past three weeks, I gotta say, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it kind of does. And I'm sure you're wondering, John, what's up with this racetrack? What's going on with that? You know, uh, thoughts in my head first. Uh, What's going on with the circles? Second off, man, that's a very involved board. Is it actually that nice looking in person? Well, it looks fine. Uh, (laughs) Apparently... Uh, Natalie told me she looked at some reviews of it before giving it to uh, me, and she said that almost universally the reviews said that it was missing pieces, and just oh, no. every almost all of the reviews, like brand new, uh, and this was a secondhand one, so it was missing quite a few pieces, uh, but it had the full track. Okay, I was about to say, I do have a solution for you. Okay, well, I'd love to hear it. I do have a 3D printer. I could print more track. I can't print more cardboard. Yeah. you. Uh, I mean, the big the big things it was missing were the equivalent of like hotels and whatever houses and a few of the little like game pieces that you play as. Uh, okay. We just grabbed pieces from another board game. I think it was a Disney trivia game. So I was playing as like, Francesco Bernoulli from Cars 2 and I think Liz was Donald Duck uh so that was that was fun 
<laughs> but anyway, the track. Did you accidentally create the Kingdom Hearts that I want to play? <laughs> now, okay. I have never played a Kingdom Hearts game, and I don't ever plan on it. The second they add cars into it, you know I'm going to have to see what's up, you know? <laughs> and the best part of all of that is, as soon as you play Kingdom Hearts with cars in it, you will be as understanding as everyone else who has played all of the Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I, w- I haven't played them. I watched an explainer on the lore once for... I don't know, because my brain's broken and it sees a half hour video explaining the lore of Kingdom Hearts. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good way to spend my time. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Anyway, what I've been trying to say is this our game didn't come with any dice, but none of them do. It doesn't come with dice because instead what you do is on that outside track where Lightning McQueen is. You take him and you just sort of yeet him around. The racetrack, whatever number he lands on, that's how many you move. Now, I was curious because I was noticing that it's like one, six, two, five. But I am confused as to why there's an eight there and why the numbers aren't in any sort of sensical order. I, I guess to make it harder to like strategically roll him. But yeah, I, I don't know. Eight. I don't think anyone rolled an eight uh, while we were playing, but it seems seems weird, especially since a lot of money is gained by passing go in Monopoly. Mm-hmm. But John, you see, do you see any properties in this very low res uh, picture that I sent you? I see what I imagine are people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in this one there aren't any properties. In this one, you are buying characters from cars too <laughs> that's what you uh, you land on and what you purchase and if you purchase someone else lands on it they have to pay you for so uh, lucas this doesn't combine two of my least favorite things it combines at least three of my least favorite things uh and i feel like the order in which they are my least favorite should be obvious yeah uh it combines uh, Cars 2 with Monopoly and Slavery? Yeah, or as Natalie put it, and I pr- I double promised her that I would put this joke in the podcast because she was so, so proud of it, as she should be. It combines Cars 2 and Monopoly with car trafficking. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> which, yeah. Hey, just... I said it already, but as a, it was a good one, Natalie. You got us. You should be doing the podcast and not us, and that's the, that's the that's that. But also, it's just true. You just you own you own the cars, which was especially weird because, as I mentioned, I was playing as Francesco Bernoulli, the uh, annoying Italian car from Cars Two, mm-hmm. and I landed on Francesco Bernoulli, and I bought Francesco Bernoulli because the rules said. If you landed on something, you had to buy it. You did not have a choice not to buy things when you landed on them. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I believe that is a regular Monopoly rule. Is it really? Just no one plays one of those things that nobody plays it that way? Yeah. Okay. Because Monopoly, uh, the original intent was a game designed to show the horrors of Monopolies in real life. Yeah. It was supposed to be 
an incredibly unfun experience. And then they changed a few of the rules here and there. And it still manages to be incredibly popular, despite the fact that, to me, it still is an incredibly unfun game. Yeah, I think I've met... I think our friend Emily is maybe the only person I've met who actively likes Monopoly. I will say, there is a Monopoly that I have enjoyed. Okay. And it's Mario Monopoly. And it's not just Monopoly with Mario in it. They have... Each of the characters has special rules, and the game is over in, like, 30 minutes. It's pretty fun. Sounds like what you just described was Mario Party. Uh... (laughs) Except it's also more Monopoly. You're trying to go around the board as many times, and you're trying to defeat as many of the Koopa Kids as you can. Okay, that actually does sound kind of fun. Uh, But, yeah... Cars 2 Monopoly was a strange experience. It was It's very much geared towards kids. Uh, so they only gave $1 bills just to make it easier for kids, which mean, meant we were supposed to all get, I think, $12 to begin with, but it didn't come with enough money to do that, I don't think. Uh, so we we started and the game just ended when someone ran out of money. Uh, that was Liz. Shout out to Liz. Uh, and just whoever had the most at the end won. And that was our friend Devery. So also shout out to Devery. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird game. I did take, uh, I want to, these weren't super, uh, they, they weren't as weird as I wanted them to be. The chance cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted them to be super duper weird. Uh, but there were a few that were kind of weird. So I'll read a few of those if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Chance. Radiation cameras catch you speeding. Go to jail. Do not pass go or collect two dollars. Now, are are speeding? Yeah, I've started with the one that was weirdest to me. Because is that I'm going to Google the words radiation camera real quick. And maybe that's just a regional thing that I've never heard, you know? Okay, I think I've heard them be called Doppler guns. Yeah, no, this just, I'm getting radiation tolerant cameras, which is interesting to me. I'm getting like gamma cameras, which are, you know, used to catch gamma rays, but I'm not getting anyone calling, I'm getting hazard lightings for radiation, (laughs) but I'm not getting anyone calling like speed cameras, radiation cameras. So I don't know what's up with that. Okay. Because when you blast something with like, a speed tracking gun it's really just sonar but if you were to instead replace that with like radiation i guess you could slowly hurt people over time i guess <laughs> i guess i don't see it bouncing back in an effective measurement way no it doesn't seem like it would does it <laughs> Uh, but just a couple more here. One of them, this one's not that weird, but it's, you need a disguise. Advance to Sally for help with a new, cool new paint job. I just thought that one was weird because there's a full character whose whole thing is new cool paint jobs. But whatever. There's, a holographic car makes you lose concentration. Finish second in a friendly rally. Collect one dollar. So that one I thought was weird because one, holographic car i'm not sure if it's talking about a holographic paint job or the real thing that happens in cars 2 where they have a holographic disguise machine i have to assume it's that 
because it is a game specifically for Cars 2. And as awful as these movies are, at least they make sense. Yeah, I guess. Uh, But I also like this one because it sounds like it's going, it starts like it's going to be bad. A holographic car makes you lose concentration. But no, it just makes you finish second in a race and you get a dollar. Uh, so I don't know. That one just made me laugh a little bit. And that's pretty much that. Cars to okay. Monopoly. Would not recommend unless you do a podcast about cars in which I would very much recommend it. It's almost like essential reading. Yes, very much so. And once again, thank you to my good friend, Natalie, for giving it to me. It was very good. She also gave me, uh, and this didn't give me any content, but it was a very kind thing, a set of cars, uh, like plastic cups, which was cool enough, but I'll send you a picture. They came and are stored in a piston cup. Like they stack up and then go into the piston cup. I don't know. That was a cool thing that you got me, and I appreciate it a lot. That is disgusting. Because uh, the the same joke they make, the, the pissed in cup. I get it. I get it, John. <laughs> did, did you get it? No, I did. So yeah, that was the inspiration for this episode, which started several minutes ago. So an, a third thing that she got me, and she knew she was getting me this, she was very aware, is content for this podcast. So that's three gifts and two. So thank you a final time to Natalie for all that. All right. Now let's talk about businesses in the cars first, Johnny. Okie doke. Let's go. It's a me, Vitaline. Vitaline okay. is the first one that I have uh, pulled up on my screen. You want to know? You want to know what Vitaline is? I would love that, John. It's it's a special fuel additive vitamin for older but active cars. That is, of course, according to WorldOfCarsDriving.com wiki. Vitaline. But here's the thing that gets me. Go ahead. It's based off of Valvoline. Sure. Something that is none of that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You're right. (laughs) Valvoline is an automotive store. That's it. It's, I mean, it's related to cars, but why is it a... I get, I get. It's Vitaline because you didn't want it to be Valvoline. Yeah, but like, you've changed a car word into a not car word for this company, and kept the not car part of the name, and it's still lean, and just made it a vitamin supplement for old cars. What? Yeah, that, that does seem to be what they've done, huh? Mm-hmm. They've taken away the car from the car thing and then kept the reference and i think one of the reasons is because valvoline like oh yeah it's a car thing we want to reference it but also we don't want to connect it to the character we're actually connecting it to and that is of course because uh it's it's whole color scheme is green and like i'm not seeing uh a certain character that it reminds me of, like all of these people, it's Racer 52, James Clean Air, Aikens, Brick Yardley, Chase Racelot, uh, Vitaling, all these all these people, they are not Chick Hicks. Yeah. But they all look like Chick Hicks. That's fair, yeah. So like, clearly they do not want this brand to be associated with the, the just dick character. 
but they kind of did, and then they kind of tried to make it safe in a way that made the least amount of sense. Yeah, I see your issue with this one, for sure. Uh, One, just if we dive into what the product does, Mm -hmm. like, what does it do? What benefits does it give to old cars? We know that old age is a thing, and we know that it can kill you. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we know anything more than that now some cars yeah uh they have a what is called an automatic transmission yeah some cars do not uh some engine types have separate sources for gasoline and for oil so for some things you need like if you've got a like an old lawnmower you got like a specific kind of weed eater that my dad used uh what you would do is you get buy a little packet and it's basically just a mixture and it's oil that goes into the fuel so you have a oil fuel mixture and it's necessary for it to oil itself or lubricate itself while it's using gas otherwise thing dies uh if you don't do that with like I don't know, a gigantic garbage truck that your father tells you to fuel up without giving you any hint that it needs a special type of fuel with uh, something else in it, you know, doesn't doesn't mention, oh, yeah, get diesel instead of regular fuel. And mm-hmm. then you, I mean, your dad spends $200 on a gas mistake. Basically, what I'm saying is yeah. vitamin <laughs> supplement could be special type of gas additive. Yeah, that was kind of my thought. Uh that this one runs right up to one I I pulled, uh, and just to mention, uh, Lucas, it was like two hundred dollars. No, I know, man. I don't know what to tell you. You you messed up your dad's garbage truck's tank real bad. Uh, yeah, and I don't yep. know what I don't know how how to reconcile that with you. It happened a while <laughs> ago. That's what I'll do. It was a while ago, probably. Yeah, I, I'm assuming. <laughs> probably like six years. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> but this one does line up with one I'm going to do. If you haven't noticed by now, this at least this part of this episode is all going to be a giant wiki quote because we're just reading from the wiki, both of us this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one is fiber fuel. <laughs> okay. John, what do you think the uh, slogan of fiber fuel is? Fiber fuel for when you need to go fast. Honest to God. Much better than what they said. Uh, I'm very impressed by your quick ability to come up with a pretty good slogan for this company. Uh, but no, it's I'm running regular. You know, that does make more sense because fiber, it's supposed to like harden the stool, but only to a certain healthy amount. And yeah. it helps keep you regular in general. Like, yes, that will increase uh, your defecation time in sure. certain scenarios. But regular is a better term. And you want your car to run regular. Yeah, but yours was funnier. Uh, (laughs) Well, okay. The the racer who who is they sponsor. I don't know if this is an intentional joke, but their name is Gogo Logano. So maybe (laughs) they were going a similar route with you or maybe they just named him that. And it was a coincidence, but I don't have a lot of observations with this one. I just thought it was funny that there was a fiber fuel because like, unfortunately, folks, we know they poop. 
Or at the very, very least, we know they do something in bathrooms. If We, we know wanna... they have toilets. Yes, and that they use them for something. Toilets with bidets. Yes. So this one isn't a new revelation. I just think it's funny. <laughs> That's the end of this one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let, are we, oh, let's go to my next one. This one is weird. Okay. Because here's all it says about it. I'm going to tell you the, everything except for its name. Okay. Blank is a Swedish trademark. Its sticker is on Goodmund. Is it the one that's like Bjorkdick? Bjorken? See, I thought, I thought it was a really weird joke about Ford. Because it's just... And if I'm saying it the Swedish way, I guess, Jord. But it's Jord. It's just J-O-R-D. And that's it. It's just Jord. And then you click on it. It says it, it's a Swedish trademark. It's stick, it stickers on Goodman. Great. So yeah, Jord is a company. <laughs> or Jord. I'm going to call it Jord. For sure, I'm going to call it Jord. <laughs> but hey, good to know, you know. Which brings me to another one of mine, which... It's just because if it had been, or if it is, in fact, a reference to Ford, there is also Ferrari. It's just Ferrari. It's Ferrari. No, because uh, Luigi and Guido are obsessed with Ferraris. Uh, that's that's an established thing. So uh, Ferraris just exist. Mm-hmm. Ferraris just exist, and they're common and like a major part of that entire film. Yeah, they are. Okay, my next one. Let's go over to. Uh, let's do a bigger one since we've had a couple of smaller ones here. Oh, this one doesn't have a lot on the wiki, but I think we can talk about it a lot. And it is Gasoline and Matches Co. <laughs> and this one I actually found. It wasn't on the list of sponsors I sent you. I, I dug a little deeper for this one. When when I say it, you'll go, oh, of course it was from that. Uh, but Gasoline and Matches Co. is a trademark and building that was burnt in Rescue Squad Mater. <laughs> it's it's the building oh, that was on fire. Of course it was in that. Yeah, in the firefighter uh, Mater's Tall Tales. But we have established that even if we think that... Ma- even if it sounds like a dumb detail that Mater would make up for a story, these are canon, to us mm-hmm. at least. So, there really is a Gasoline and Matches code. and we need to reconcile that a little bit, I think. That's that's fair. That's fair. Do you think they make them both, or I don't know, do you think they just make the matches near where they store the gasoline? Because that fire was dangerous, but I wouldn't describe it as like a gasoline explosion fire yeah like the building was burning pretty bad but like mm-hmm. it was standing you know <laughs> it wasn't blown to smithereens by a large depot of gasoline that caught on fire and so, uh here's a little bit of probably a suspect trivia that i learned from a book that i'm reading lucas if you have uh, an enemy that you want to keep trapped in a I don't know, magical fire circle, a circle to keep them trapped in. Uh, and it's been snowing a lot and they're in the snow and you're making a big old circle. Do you choose A, alcohol, or B, 
gasoline. Okay, I feel like the obvious answer is gasoline, so I'm going to say alcohol. The answer is gasoline, but do you know why? It soaks into the snow and makes the fumes last longer. And that's sort of what burns more, is the fumes of gasoline. It's because it's, its burning temperature is lower. It's basically a more... It's got more staying power because it bo- burns at a lower temperature and also more consistently. Mm. So it'll like melt the snow slower. Is that the idea? Yep. Because okay. if you have the alcohol, it'll melt the snow extremely quickly. And then, oh, look, it put itself out. But yeah, that's interesting. Do you make gasoline? Is that like, you, it's not the oil you pull from the ground. You process it. Yeah, you do something to it. Yeah, because, like, here's a weird thing. If you have gasoline out, and it's just, like, open, not in a container that's closed off, it will stop being as, like, it won't function as gasoline anymore after a little bit of time. It'll basically go flat, and you'll need to reprocess it again, because it'll become, like, thicker and more gummy, and less, like, reactive. So you have to intentionally process it to make it that. Okay, so, I guess... For those of you listening at home, yeah, do not try that. Oh, for sure. Do Leaving... not do anything with gasoline other than what is completely normal, like filling up a gas tank in a completely safe way. In fact, I can't even recommend ever using gasoline. Don't do it. But yeah, I guess, I guess what we're going to say is this is a place where they process just raw oil to gasoline and also make matches. <laughs> great uh, all right. okay real quick i know it's every question we ever ask how is a car how, how would a car use a match well uh you open up a box and the box has a little finger in it that flicks out and lights the match when you open it okay so as long as you like press down on the box in a certain way it'll open the box flick out the match and that's it and it'll like strike it on the way up, kind mm-hmm. of. Okay. And so... when it's like going back down, it flicks out in a way that will also extinguish the match. Yeah, sure. It's sort of like a Pez dispenser almost, mm-hmm. is what I'm imagining. Yeah, okay. You've you've come up with a decent explanation for matches, I guess. I guess. <laughs> so cool. Why not? What's your next business, John? It's called Triple Dent. Hey, triple dent gum will make you have the thing from Inside Out. It is also in Inside Out. Yeah. Uh, not at all based on anything in the real world. Triple dent is spearmint flavored gum. Okay. Car chewing gum, huh? I, I, I don't know how to. It's trident. It's just trident. No, I know. It's trident. It's three. It's three. It's three. And they just uh, added yeah. three letters to it. Uh... But here's the thing. Yeah. Triple dent is not just gum. Oh, I'm very excited. It's also dent fillers. <sighs> Challenging stuff, John. It's a company that provides spearmint-flavored gum and dent fillers. Maybe those are two separate products. Okay, okay, that's that's something we can we can stick with. But also I don't think it is. Okay, well, I think it's like the enamel supporting gums or the enamel supporting toothpastes anything that's supposed to like rebuild your 
enamel on your teeth. I think it's like that. And it's gum. <sighs> Golly. That's rough. <laughs> that's just... Yeah. Yeah, that's rough, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess... See, I was looking up the thing. Was what you said that you chew the gum and then put it in the dent? Because that was what I was imagining. I got distracted See, while you were doing your explanation. I apologize. I just said it was like anything that is enamel supporting or enhancing or anything that's supposed to repair gotcha. your enamel. So like while you're chewing it, part of the gum is just enamel support, I guess. But yours does make a kind of sense because that is a way that something almost works in our world some body fillers are like a two-part clay-like epoxy type thing where it's you cut it and then you mix the two together and they're both kind of like clay or play-doh and then once you've mixed them well they are then curing and you just put them onto the thing you're trying to fill flatten them out and then they'll dry and then you sand it so this gum could be that yeah, I think I yours made sense, I guess. Only if it's t like teeth dense. Yeah, that's kind of, that's not what people usually mean when they say car and dent. So I think they chew up the gum and then they stick it into the little dents that are in their car and then just leave it there. And then just leave it there, I guess. And be like, we're good. Paint over it, Ramon. <laughs> Which is deeply troubling. Deeply, yep. John. Usually. Yeah, yeah. I gotta imagine specifically troubling for you who doesn't like spit stuff. It's not great. Yeah. See, think about it. Our world. Get a pack of gum. It's flesh gum. You get a cut or a scrape. You chew the gum. Yeah. Put the gum on the wound. And it just heals over it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Okay, two quick ones from your boy. Uh, first, we got Blowy Belsum's Safety Horns, who spot who are a trademark that in the 1950s sponsored race driver Ducky Fauntleroy. <laughs> Their slogan is "Cheerio, old toots." Cheerio, old toots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You got it, man. <laughs> there's there's nothing to talk about here quite frankly i just every word of that was funny to me <laughs> from blowy belsums to ducky fontelroy to cheerio old toots and i wanted to say them out loud on my podcast that i do but one that we could maybe talk about a little bit more is clint's bait and tackle okay so they do the fishing. They do the fishing. But this is a world. Yeah. With verified mer people. Yeah, we've seen a submarine, haven't we? Yep. Yes, we have. Yeah, and the spy man. What's his name? Finn McMissile turns into one for a second, even. Yep. Because why not? Because why not? It's Cars 2. We can do anything. So that means... uh. We had we can have a fish Lorax type situation where it's like I speak for the fish. Stop it. Yeah, just everything is so hard in this world, John, because literally they're all made of metal. Good joke. Thank you, John. Uh, but it's so hard 
at least for us. Who knows how hard it is for them, but it's so hard for us to know what's sentient and what's not, you know? Because mm-hmm. I look at a tractor and I look at a car and I think these are deeply similar. <laughs> and I look at me and I look at an octopus and I'm like, there's something, there's something about this. And that's as far as I have to think about it. But yeah. like, functionally, a tractor and a car in our world are like the same, except one go faster one might go harder. One you sit on outside of sometimes. Sometimes. I don't yep. know. Uh, there are tractors you sit inside of and there are uh, convertibles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was a bad point I made. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think just my point is any sort of hunting or fishing or anything just gets very messy to me because I don't know if the fish would be alive they have the concept of fish we know this because they have fueling nemo Mm -hmm. Uh, and they also have the concept of it being like novel that the fish are sentient because of that like they made it a movie because they're like ah this isn't the case so it would make a good movie if the fish could talk and stuff so we we know that they that they aren't i guess but I don't know why we don't, especially when Bruce, the shark from Finding Nemo, is on the poster as a submarine. Mm-hmm. Which we know <laughs> is person. Yeah, and I think Dory and Nemo, or Dory with two O's, and I don't know, I don't have one for Nemo, Nemoped, uh, are also submarines. They're just orange and blue ones that are small. <laughs> so... Maybe it's more of a movie of, hey, <laughs> let's just do a movie about sea people. I guess, yeah. Also, real quick, Nemo's not on the poster. It's his dad, Marlin, so it would be Carlin. Sorry. Yeah, I guess it could just be about, maybe it's maybe Fueling Nemo's documentary <laughs> about a horrible car that kidnaps a man's son. For his dentistry. Yeah. And then has a horrible sentient zoo in his office where he looks at cars' teeth, which we know they have, so dentists do exist. Lucas, are dentists evil? In general or in In the cars cars world? Okay. Uh, Well, the only evidence we have is they kidnapped this poor fish man's son. Uh, Do you have any other evidence? And that Mater is God King. And he stays away from dentists clearly sorry so does that make dentists the satan figure now okay you've brought up an incredible point that i would love to add to our to our lore but let's okay my instinct is to just say yes and not examine it a bit because even thinking about it they've got triple dent which does the job of a dentist essentially it fixes dents and problems with you know, teeth, and it's also gum. So, like, they don't want to go to a dentist. And also, you only have two teeth for most cars. Yeah, okay. There's some very interesting evidence here, Johnny. Again, because the only roundabout dentist we have is the dentist from Fueling Nemo who kidnaps a sentient child (laughs) and keeps him on display. 
with other sentient fish people. Fish people cars. Fish people mm-hmm. submarines. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say, like, it's forever definitely part of our little Cars canon. Our Cars lore that we have added <laughs> to the series. But sure, for now, let's go for it. Especially because, okay, John. Mm-hmm. You know what word they would emphasize, or what syllable they would emphasize to make it a car pun for dentists? Ist. No, the other one. Dent, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, you got it. They're dentists. They would say it like that. Uh, (laughs) Maybe, and okay, and we know from Cars 2 that the movies frame dents as inherently good things. Because Mater's whole thing is that uh, he loves his dents and he would never get rid of them because they're his, they're his story, you know? And so, getting rid of your dents is a sign of vanity. Yes, okay. Which is a sin. And also, God King Mater. The, the two things Mater's all about, it, uh, he's got some bad teeth and some dents. There we go. So both meanings of dentists, Mater hates. Mm-hmm. So there we go. We have it. We've gotten there, folks. The Cars Verse has lost its way in fixing its dents, and Mater's, Mater's gospel will lead them to perdition, I guess. Is perdition mm-hmm. a good thing? I've forgotten the definition of the word perdition. I think perdition is kind of like salvation, but also with punishment. No, the state of eternal punishment and damnation. He will lead them away from perdition. (laughs) Well, maybe he'll lead them toward it. Well, yeah, maybe dentists are the good guys. And we have said many times, all we say is that Mater is the devil. That's all we say on this podcast after 119 episodes. Okay, okay. Good, we did it. There's definitely a relationship there. Yes. I think we can establish that factually. Did we? We Okay, yeah, we did talk about fishing extensively. They shouldn't do it. And Clint is a bad man for selling bait and tackle to do so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go on to mine. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Sure. This is a major implication. Verified. Uh, asserted. The company is Vinyl Toupee. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Vinyl toupee is a mark of vinyl spray cans that cars can use to have a nice vinyl toupee on the roof. Now it's spray-on vinyl? Mm-hmm. Which okay. is a... It, that's a thing. Yeah. And, like, that's a, an automotive thing, is you get spray-on vinyl. I feel like that changes my perception of it, though. Because vinyl toupees, to me, implies you buy just a full toupee, you know? You do. In can form. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, I guess. But, okay, what do you usually use spray-on vinyl for? It like It's the same thing, except it's not exclusively on the top of the car. Like, you can add decals and whatnot. Okay. I, I it's like a paint, but it's also removable. Like, you can peel off vinyl. Huh. Okay. So why would they... Why would they need to have it for a toupees why would they have the concept of toupees i guess is of course the issue here 
It's hair, but it's removable. But why would they know what hair is? <laughs> why would they know to desire something on top of their head? <laughs> because of vanity, Lucas. Yeah. Okay, this is another sin. <laughs> and as we know, business is sin. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. It, it is easier for a rich man. It is easier for a camel to walk through the eye of the needle than for a wealthy man to enter heaven. That's one that people seem to forget a lot these days, huh? You see, here's the here's the trouble, though. Yeah. The eye of the needle isn't in reference to the eye of a needle for sewing. The eye of the needle is a term that meant a small hole that camels are like have to be forced into that's like small and low and it goes into like a camel pen. And the thing is, camels can duck down and get really uncomfortable and move through it, but they don't willingly. So like it's supposed to be, oh, it's really hard because no wealthy person wants to be the kind of person that you would have to be to get into heaven. So you'd have to like drag them to get them to go to heaven. Because like camels, that hole, it's always there. But they stay in the pen despite freedom being just walking through that because they just don't want to go through the hole. Yeah, but the point is, still remains of like, man, being rich is antithetical to most Christian teachings. Mm-hmm. Famously, Jesus' whole thing is, hey, uh, leave all of your belongings behind and preach and help and be useful to everyone else. Yeah. What did he see when he saw business in a temple? He got mad. He flipped tables in anger, yeah. in righteous anger, that people were conducting business in a temple because they are antithetical. Yeah, I don't know what to say, folks. I don't know what to tell you. That does... Which is to say that yeah. vinyl toupees do confirm that people are strangely into hair pieces. And there that we the go. concept of toupee does exist. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And uh, on a very related note to everything you were saying, this one's a more well-known one if you if your brain is broken and you know a lot about cars like John and I. Uh, Hostile Takeover Bank. <laughs> the sponsors of Chick Hicks. Which, I don't even know what to say about this one. Why would you name your bank that? <laughs> Just, I don't know. Makes, makes... Because, like, you know why. Yeah. It's because the people who are going to want that are really going to want a bank that names themselves that. And they don't need the people who don't want it, because the people who do want it will give them lots of money. I do know. You're right. <laughs> It's because the kind of people who want that sort of aggressive, bad business are the kind of people who would appreciate that sort of bluntness. Yeah, okay. But yeah, it seems that this is good good evidence that capitalism in the Carsverse works pretty similarly to how it works over here, which is that. I, like, bad. <laughs> hearing that it's called Hostile Takeover Bank makes me think, man... Whoever runs this company easily could have been elected president in 2016. Yep, and got uh, concerningly close to happening in 2020. Yep. My and father not... really appreciates that 
he he didn't make any money off of being president and he gave his paychecks away. It's not like he made so much money off of being president. Not, not like in a direct salary. Exploded a bit. <laughs> but we can't do this. It's not like the whole thing was just about his ego. Uh, Ooh, I just opened a new one. And this goes back to the fishing one because it is Barry Brothers Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. And this one was a sign that appeared in the credits of Cars 3. And the sign says, like to hunt, need stuff to hunt with. We sell that stuff. Uh, which one? Funny. Uh, <laughs> two. We knew that they had the concept of hunting from the mounted bicycle handles, I guess. But it it bears repeating, I'd say. <laughs> and apparently so would they by having another reference to it. Mm-hmm. This does remind me of Botany Bay. Their whole slogan is the place to buy stuff to do things with. <laughs> At least Barry Brothers Sporting Goods is specific of like, hey, we sell hunting equipment. And you're like, and if you need that, you read that and you're like, great. I know where to go now. But... Well, Botany Bay is all like, hey, it's weed stuff. We're not allowed to say it, but you yeah. know it. Yeah, that's fair. Barry Brothers is allowed to say it, I guess. So. All right. Now let's let's go over a speed round just because I feel such a need to say it. All right. Apple. Yeah. Oreo. Yeah. Pins oil. Yeah. There are several more, I'm sure. Uh, there are just a lot of real companies in this. State Farm and Walmart are two other ones. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't even, again, this is one, it just feels weird enough to mention on the podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. Like, yeah, Apple exists, and that's weird. And I don't like it that Apple exists. It's a nice little reference to the fact that uh, Pixar started with a lot of funding from Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. I guess, is the idea. But past that, uh, I don't know. Talking about businesses and corporations makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that Apple, yeah. like, it's starting off its whole thing was being the edgy, like we're circumventing all those other well-established guys. We're the new hotness (laughs) and we're going to disrupt everything. And then they very quickly became, we just released the same product slightly better every year. Sometimes it's not even actually better. No. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I'm bought in. I am recording this on an Apple computer. I'm going to edit it on one and I texted you to record it on an iPhone. So, and I'm of course a Samsung boy and it doesn't feel different enough. Like I'm upset because even being like against Apple, like my option is, I guess the other one that's kind of like Apple. Yeah. Like you could go with the Google phones but uh, I have Google. some news about Google for you. It's uh, it's kind of, well, I'll let you find out. <laughs> yeah, you should find out for yourself. John, there is Crudewiser. <laughs> okay, but is Crudewiser, I know it, Budweiser, whatnot, sure. But Crudewiser, that's alcohol. Alcohol's a drug. Is there any other company that you'd like to talk about that... I also want to talk about that's a drug company. I mean, probably, but I don't have it open. So you go for it. 
Shifty Drug. Oh, yes. Good. Good name for a company. Shifty Drug is a drug company. The owner is the father-in-law of Piston Cup racer Kevin Racing Tire. Now that one feels lazy. I, I'm, I know this is a bit of a, not what we're talking about, but when is it ever? Usually I hear the dumb car pun name and I'm like, yeah, sure. Kevin Racing Tire feels lazy. And I want to say, I want that to be the official stance and want it to be known. Yeah, and the hauler of Kevin Racing Tire is, of course, named the Shifty Drug Hauler. Great. We love it. They couldn't have just named him the Mule. That would have been pretty good, I guess. <laughs> and of course, it's about how you shift in cars, but it's Shifty Drugs, man. Oh, man, I just went to Kevin Racing Tires page. Do you want a little bit of that bio? Absolutely. With little natural athletic ability, knowledge of racing's rich history, or understanding of its complex rules, it's a wonder Kevin Racing Tire has been able to sustain himself in the Piston Cup circuit for as long as he has. He attributes his success to his family, particularly his father-in-law, who is the owner of the large pharmaceutical company that just so happens to sponsor the team he races for. Just so happens. I, I really enjoy the bios of like, especially when they're not of like known villains, of just characters I have never heard of when the bios take the tones of, yeah, this guy sucks. Jeez, can you believe this guy? And I'm like, you, I just met this guy. Because I, I, I think... I think we need to change our official stance. I think Kevin Racing Tire is a great name for this character. Yeah. <laughs> because it feels lazy and the character feels lazy. Yeah, okay. I'll take that. I'll take that as a good justification for it. Now, I would like you to check your messages. Uh, that's, oh man. You got a good baby, man. <laughs> got a good baby. His head's very big. It's very big. So it was a while ago, but I'm still sharing this, and I've probably said it on the podcast, but 99th percentile for head size. Hey, he's doing it, man. He's winning <laughs> at having a big head. Which Also 99th percentile for height, which is probably assisted by his head. <laughs> by the size of his head, yeah. <laughs> if I'd have to guess, probably. Mm -hmm. It's like how Jimmy Neutron is as tall as Cindy Vortex because of his hair and the yeah. size of his massive dome. When he gets hair, will you make his hair like Jimmy Neutron so his head looks like a big acorn? Lucas, he was born with Jimmy Neutron hair. It's good to hear. If he starts building a robot dog, you have to call me and Nickelodeon, okay? I have to hold off on building one for him because I'm going to be like, no, he needs to do it himself. He does. He does, man. Okay. We got a few more. I think we were supposed to, we said we were going to talk about like the concept of having a business and corporations and stuff, but I'm enjoying just going through these brands. This could be a series that we do. I feel like See, I really got into what is the implication of this existing. And then I got to, Oh, vinyl to pay. Toupees just exist, for sure. Like, okay, so that's it. It's just toupees exist. Some of these companies just confirm, like, theories and everything else about this entire world. It's just, oh yeah, toupees exist. 
I guess cell phones and computers exist because Apple. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, we, crystal we do magic know. must exist because there's a mystic body shop and dent service. Sick, sick. It's it's all about mysticism and healing. But John, did, did you get to Duke Coulter's hoodache powder? I did not. <laughs> uh, its product was made from acetylsalicylic, uh, which I did not pronounce right, but is aspirin. Acetylsalicylic. Uh, yes, sure. A- and its product was made from the thing John said and high octane petrol. All right. <laughs> so, I guess what they're saying is they put some aspirin in a in some gas, <laughs> and they're like. Now, is- this is a no, product. Lucas, I do need you to to read for the audience. What is the trivia for this? Oh man, is it? <laughs> what's what's the what's the trivia? <laughs> oh god, I love this website. Hood aches are a pun on headaches. Uh, now, if if we could, this is not in fact a visual uh, medium. So I'm just going to describe to you the gift that I'm imagining, and it's just the guy doing the galaxy brain. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I know which one you're talking about. The thing about this one, John, mm-hmm. uh, not only does whatever I def- I've, it was called exist, I've navigated away from it. That is some aspirin someone put in some gas. Also, gasprin exists. All right. So if you're wondering, gasprin is a medicine tablet mark for cars that usually have pain in the hood. Gasprin will relieve that ache. According to World of Cars. Hey, if we go down to trivia, John? Mm-hmm. Hey, John? Yeah? If we go down to trivia, it does say, Hoodaches are a pun on headaches. Hey, at least they're consistent. <laughs> but then below it, it does also inform us that Gasprin is a play on the word aspirin. <laughs> so, there's a little bit more information for this one. Okay. Uh, well, let's... Let's go ahead and talk about it. Everyone's wondering. They like drinking things. You know, like, they drink water. They drink uh, gasoline somehow. Now, what's one thing that you think, mm-mm, that sounds like a tasty drink? Smoothie. Is it sludge? No, it's smoothie. Should, it should be sludge. I guess smoothie's kind of sludge. What do you think well, about Well, they got, it? they got sludge cola, and instead of ices. They got sludgy. I don't care for that. So they've got not one, but two sludge-based drinks. Now, I do... I am assuming that sludgy is, in fact, a drink. It could not be. All we know is that it is a company, and the logo is seen on Chick Hicks. But there are two things, both named sludge, and the other one's sludge cola, so I have to assume they're both drinks, because at least one of them is drink. And, uh... (laughs) Sludge Cola, its original slogan was, of course, it'll give you a jump start, and its new is uh, Sludge It. No, okay. I was hoping it was something like, it's the sludgiest, uh, but Sludge It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Sludge It's pretty good, man. So yes, Sludge is my new favorite drink. Hey, all I'm saying, as I've as I've discovered for myself, just get a smoothie and imagine it's sludge cola or a sludgy. And there you go. You got it. You got yourself a sludgy. All right. 
Yeah. All right. How many more do you want to talk about? Because there's one that I've wanted to talk about the whole time and one that I've just seen, but I kind of think we should save some of them if we're turning this into a series. We don't have to turn it into a series. I just feel like John oh, straight we up. easily could. Yeah. I forgot to do this, even though it was my idea. That's why I was five minutes late, because I just clicked on a bunch of random links and it got me all of these good ones that we talked about for a full 40 minutes since 45 minutes since a good portion of it was talking about cars to monopoly okay yeah talk about yours man you got it all right i'm going to talk about my last one yeah instead of mentioning the other one we'll save that one for later i'm going to talk about revolting yeah good revolting formerly revolting rebuilt alternators is the trademark for rebuilt alternators and batteries so it's called revolting it is and it's about i guess getting your voltage back or getting voltage back so it's revolting but also it's revolting why is it revolting it's right there in the name those are body parts (laughs) those are other people's body parts that have been used and rebuilt turning you into some sort of Frankensteinian monster or just a transplant recipient. And I don't want you to feel bad if you are a transplant recipient. Obviously, that's a good thing. But it's the casual nature of this and also the branding of this that gets me. It's, hey, this is body parts. This is casual. This is extremely common. And we're going to name ourselves revolting. Yeah, they know what they're doing a bit too much for this one, for me, you know? Like, they know what's... Like, it's a bit like Hostile Takeover Bank, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't like that you are this self-aware about how about what your product is, almost. I almost <laughs> wish you were unaware about the depths of, like, bad this is. Mm-hmm. Now, Lucas, I need you to guess. All right, if you were a company that was selling, like, I don't know... A body part. Like, let's say it's a kidney. You're selling revamped, refurbished kidneys. And you named yourself something like Gross. Yeah. What would you choose for a color scheme to represent your company? I feel like... Okay. First, my real answer, if I was a gross body part replacement company, I'm thinking like a sickly green, maybe some like pink to go with it because it'll clash and will represent the kidney. What I think the answer is, is purple and yellow, because I feel like I've seen this one somewhere in the cars first. Ooh, see, there are three colors, and the two that seem to be like, oh, we're going to lean on these colors are white and black. But like the other color that's like a significant color is, of course, blood red. You know, what's black and white and red all over? (laughs) And Uh, like, I want you to see these images. I would love to. Uh, so, yeah, the, the thing is, when I say blood red, like, it's a deep, rich red, and it's got the shine to it because they're race cars. It's, it's a blood red. Yeah, I'm looking at it, man. I am looking at it, and it's very red. I, I don't know what to tell It's very red. Like, if you make a, like, gross zombie with, like, no skin... Or like looks like gross, gross chewed up flesh. These are the colors you go for. Yeah, and they really wanted you to know about revolting because, as the trivia says, 
Revolting is the sponsor with the most racers shown, with five in total. Now here's the thing. They've got two different numbers. No, three different numbers. Doesn't beat good old <laughs> Vitaline. Who could, you know? But man, they made it so bloody. And it's replacement body parts, and it's named Revolting. And the worst part is, Lucas, the worst part for me is the fact that this is not something that I'm convinced isn't real. Like, I'm sure there's a company that is just like this in the real world, and it's all like, ah, let's name our company Nasty Squish. What do we sell? Uh, uh, Moldy wet socks made out of skin. Why'd you make Nasty Squish sound so sick, man? I want to go buy some horrible socks from them now. Uh, it, like, and then you go back into it. Like, there is a company that I've—I don't remember the name of it. I'm—you might actually remember the name of it. It's the one that sells like stuffed animals, and they're supposed to look weird, and they've got just real teeth in them. Oh no, no, I don't know that. Oh yeah, there's a company, and they sell like creepy, gross-looking, like—and I say creepy and gross. People like these things, and it's because of the aesthetic of them. But it's intended to be like classically creepy and gross are you talking about fugglers (laughs) that sounds right because i i googled stuff stuffed animals real teeth and the first option was meet fugglers stuffed (laughs) toys with human teeth oh they're artificial teeth okay okay at least but i have like met one in person sure and boy, howdy, they seem like real teeth that have just got like an enamel coating over them. I don't care for that, man. I'm going to be right up front with you. Yeah. Well, that's enough podcast for one day, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Lucas, I'm staring at Fugglers. <laughs> and all of them are staring back at me. <sighs> Lucas, I'm staring at Fugglers is not a sentence I expected to hear <laughs> when we began this podcast recording today. But, you know, I think... That's not really unusual for this one. Okay, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, like like I said halfway through it, I don't know. This could be a series. We may do another one. I don't know what we'd, we'd call it. Bus, busnesses? Sure, that. Uh, so Bussin' makes me feel good. No, we're not going to call it that because it has nothing to do with the excellent Ghostbusters theme song or Neil Susiriga's excellent remix of it, Bustin'. So, yeah, we're probably going to go with busnesses, uh, which sucks because you can't tell that it's a pun except for the hyphen I'm going to put in it. <laughs> anyway, this is this episode. Once again, thank you to uh, Natalie for giving me Cards to Monopoly and much more importantly for giving me content for this podcast. After, what is this, episode 119? Does that sound right to you? Sounds right. After 119 of them, it's the greatest gift I could get. And thank you all for listening also. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, if you want to send us any ideas for episodes, if you want to scroll through uh, fandom or any of, of the other mini Cars wikis and find us some good busnesses, uh, maybe we'll do another episode of this with yours featured. Who knows? I don't. 
that's why I said, who knows? So if, if you ha- find those, you can send them in to our email, which is the kachat at gmail.com, or you can tweet them at us and give us a follow or DM us on Twitter, which is at the kachat. And now John says his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. Please rate and review, because I do believe those would probably help. And uh, until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. 